Um, great to be here tonight. It's such a, 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 a privilege to, uh, and pleasure to be able to speak at our last night service. And so uh, it is a, it, I love church. I love our church. I love, to, love our church. Sometimes I think of like, oh man, I wonder what other churches would be like to attend. And I'm like, mm, nah, just nah. Like I love, I love our church. I love, uh, my children have all been born in this church, not like in the church. Uh, that would be a bit weird, but um, you know, they're, they're, they're here, they grow up, I'm hoping to have them grow up in this church and get to know Uncle Dougal and Uncle Jono and Uncle Ali, you know, and just grow up and, and have, have, a, have a, a, a relationship of God, with God of their own, you know, and one day hopefully we'll see them uh, raise their hands and make decisions for themselves and get baptized and uh, see them worship leading and they already sing around the house, it's awesome. Um, and so I've sort of, I've slowly, I've been like, um, sort of teaching their ears as they grow. I've been singing to them since they've been in the womb. So hopefully one of them grows up and, uh, and, and sings. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone watch the Kiwis game last night? No, I didn't. I watched the highlights because I don't have Sky. And, uh, but we won. Was it 17, 16 or something? Yeah. All Blacks are playing, who are they playing next week? France? Ireland, if we lose to anyone, I hope we lose to like Ireland or like Wales or Argentina. We're gonna lose eventually, um, but <laughs> but yeah, hopefully it's not to Australia. Anyone but Australia. I feel for Australia though. Like I really hope their rugby gets better. <laughs> Amen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Uh, I'm officially a Wellingtonian, guys. Uh, it's taken me a while. It has taken me a while. Uh, if you don't know me, uh, I hail from the Big Smoke, Auckland, and uh, and yeah, we've we came down here in 2010, and that's it. That's our life story. We got married, and we have kids, and hopefully this is the, this is home for the rest of our lives. But uh, I've, I've, I remember this beginning of this year, I, I got to Auckland, and I was like, cool, I'm I'm home. I was there for I was there for my mate's funeral. He uh, unfortunately passed away, but I got there and I and I landed and I was like, "This sucks. I want to go home." And I realized I'm a hurricane supporter now. <laughs> and that was the beginning of the year. People were like, "Nah, you're just a bandwagon dude." No, 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 no. It was the beginning of the year before the season started. Now we're the champs. But next year they got Sunny Bill. They've got Tana. Tana's just uh, recruited some dude from Ireland or from the Northern Hemisphere. Apparently just won the competition up there. So I was like, ooh, maybe this was not the year to change. We'll see. Uh, Joseph Parker, any Joseph Parker fights? Uh, fans or any? No? <laughs> you fought him the other. Joseph Parker versus Anthony Joshua. Oh, just, just me? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a good time. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, I want to try something. Is that all right? Uh, I want to try this. Ko vaya toku maunga. Ko papase ea toku awa. Ko apia toku roho. Ko lepea toku ihi. Ko yoane rawa ko tafoi oku matua. Hey, that's my pepe. Hey. Uh, I learned that at work. We have to learn that at work. It's, it's quite, kind of cool. Uh, but I'm not Māori. I just thought that would be a nice way to open. 
Uh, Matthew 14, 22. Who's glad to be at church tonight? Uh, it'll come up on the screen, hopefully. I just told Malachi like five minutes ago. Let's give Malachi a hand. He is the man. He was here this morning at 6 a.m. packing in, uh, and now he's doing the words, you know? So if you think about it, like, I see miracles every Sunday. People are like, oh, we're looking for a miracle. Oh, looking for a miracle. Uh, to get a teenager up at that time is a miracle, literally, you know? And so I see miracles all the time. You used to do that all the time with the youth back in the days, and we're seeing it again, you know? So uh, it's amazing. Sonia doing an amazing job, raising some amazing children. Uh, so you are a legend. Matthew 14, 22, Jesus walks on water. As soon as the meal was finished, he insisted uh, that the disciples get in the boat and go ahead to the other side while he dismissed the people. With the crowd dispersed, he climbed the mountain so he could be by himself and pray. He stayed there alone late into the night. Meanwhile, the boat was far out at sea when the wind came up against them. And they were battered by the waves. At about 4 a.m., Jesus came towards them walking on the water. Uh, they were scared out of their wits. A ghost, they said, crying out in terror. But Jesus, quick to comfort them, courage, it's me, don't be afraid. Peter, suddenly bold, said, Master, if it's really you, call me to come out to you on the water. He said, come ahead. Jumping out of the boat, Peter walked onto the water to Jesus. But when he looked down, the waves churning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve and started to sink. He cried, Master, save me. Jesus, he didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand. Then he said, faint heart, what good into you? Two of them, the, uh, the two of them climbed into the boat. The wind died down. The disciples in the boat, having watched the whole thing, worshiped Jesus saying, this is it. You are God's son for sure. On return, they fetched the boat at whatever that place is. Chinoserobla. Uh, the G. Let's call it the G. They fetched the boat at the G. Uh, when the people got wind that he was back, they sent out word through the neighborhood and rounded up all the sick who asked for permission to touch the edge of his coat, him being Jesus. And whoever touched him, was healed. That's funny, eh? Just casually rounded up all the sick and all of them got healed. Just Why don't you bow your heads and pray with me? Father, thank you for tonight. Lord, we invite your spirit into this place, Lord God. We thank you, God, that your presence is already here. And Father, we, we ask, Lord God, that our relationships with you, Father, tonight go to a deeper level, Father, that we get to know you just a little bit more. Just a little bit more, Father. We need you. We love you so much. Thank you so much for everything you're doing in us, for everything you're doing for us, and for everything you're doing through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have you ever thought to yourself, this just got real? Hey, or that, oh man, this is like next level stuff. Hey, have you ever thought that? I've been in a, a lot of uh, uh, incidents like that, not incidents, but just situations in my life. I remember there was a week in high school, and I was... None of us went to rugby training. None of us. Like rugby, rugby training was Tuesday, Thursday, uh, from 3.30 to about 5. You know, so for first 15, if you want to play on Saturday, you go to training. Uh, so for a whole week, none of us went to training. We were just like, no, nah, I'm not going. 
uh, because it was the week that Goku turned Super Saiyan. <laughs> the whole week, no, no, like half of the guys didn't go to, the, the coach was like, where is everyone? No one wanted to be a snake. And uh, if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's a cartoon called Dragon Ball Z. And it's an amazing cartoon, but it's a stupid cartoon, but it's amazing. And, uh, and, and uh, just to give you a bit of background on it, I'm not going too deep into it, it's just a little bit. And uh, it, it, Goku was the main character, uh, and uh, he was battling this guy, Frieza. Frieza was his, the bad guy. But Frieza killed the, his best friend, uh, Krillin. Uh, and then when he killed Krillin, he was about to turn into a Super Saiyan. But Goku was from another planet, and he was living on Earth, sort of like Superman. Uh, and then, but Super Saiyans can go to another level in terms of their power. It's one of those cartoons. Uh, and so when he goes to another level, he's like, and his hair turned yellow, uh, his, his eyes turned yellow or green. I can't remember what it is. Is it green? We trust Jono today. Jono's like, hey, it's green. Get it right. Uh, muscles go a bit bigger. Uh, and the music changed. That's my favorite part. I don't care about anything else, but the music changed. Like, and uh, like the whole week, I'd go home. I was just like, no, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. My mom was like, do dishes. Back then, it was, you know, it was just like, do it now. I was like, five o'clock. At five o'clock, I'll do it. Because Dragon Ball Z was 4.35. So 4.35, no one was out on the street. It was just like no kids out on the street. Everyone was like on their couches. And, uh, and the whole, because back then, internet was called dial-up. You couldn't really stream it on your phone. Oh, let's just look at some episodes. No, 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 there was none of that. If you, were, if you had good internet at home, you could watch the episodes uh, uh, a little bit further on, but uh, I was one of those guys that had to wait. Um, so, but it was the week, everyone knew, oh, this is the week Goku turns Dragon Ball, uh, turns Super Saiyan. So, oh, cool, cool, cool. So the whole week, we, everyone there, 4.30 to 5, nothing happened Monday, nothing happened Tuesday, nothing happened Wednesday. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I was sitting, I think I was like 17 or something. And, and, and my brother was uh, lying on the couch next to me. He's 11 years older than me. He's like 28. I was like, ah, shouldn't you be like at work or something? Uh, so he's like, they're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. Okay, this is cool. And then and, and he finally turned Super Saiyan. I was like, wow, changed my life. That <laughs> didn't, it didn't. But I was like, wow, what a waste of time. I was just wasted the whole week. But oh well, it was all good. It was good. Uh, but it was like next. It was like next level stuff. I was like, man, this just got real. What's going to happen now? Uh, another another time in my life, uh, I didn't ask my wife if I could share this, but uh, hopefully it doesn't get me in the dog box. Uh, uh, but I remember I remember going to see my my father-in-law's boat, uh, and this like if when it just gets real and goes next level, I, I was like, my, my, me and Amanda were, were dating. I said, oh, she said we were dating somewhere, and, and she said, oh family are like really into boats. I said, oh, cool. I get seasick. I'm like, I'm never going on a boat. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But here I was thinking about the dinghy. You know, in my mind, I was thinking, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. So we get to Whangarei. We're, we're there hanging out. Uh, and I'm sitting there like, oh, shit. And, and, and we go to see my father-in-law. His name's Alan. He's an amazing man. And, and he says, he says, oh, Pati, you want to come to the back? He owns an aluminium company. You want to come to the back and see the boat? Oh, yeah, sweet, sweet, sweet. So walking, and I see this. It's at the back of the shed thingy for people to help. Oh, cool. Walking. I saw this. Let's see this little door. And I started walking to the little door. And he kept on walking straight to the big door. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, Pati, give me a hand opening the shed. And no lies. Like, the door was like the size of the shed. Oh, the size of the stage. And he's like, 
give me a hand. I was like, oh, shut So I opened this door, and I'm like, I was like, wow, oh, a boat. I was like, oh, shut Like, no lies, like, about the size of this room. Like, not, that, that's a little bit more, that's a little bit over-exaggerated. But, like, this thing was humongous. Um, I was like, oh, I thought you meant row, row, row your boat, not, um, Every night in my dreams, I see you. I was like, oh, this thing is humongous. This thing's got like five bedrooms, six bathrooms. My fa- I didn't even care about that. It's just got Sky TV. I was like, yes! I, was like, I didn't care about anything else. I was like, it's got Sky! One thing I liked was sitting on the couch and doing nothing. But I was like, this, this is some next level stuff. New, uh, uh, this is when things get real. I remember another time when our things get got real, went to the next level in my in my life is when we got we were pregnant uh, with our first child. Uh, and anyone here who's been who's had a first child, you're like, Ooh! and people who are, are are yet to experience that, it's a great time. It's a great time. I'll just leave that at that. And uh, and I remember being being pregnant with. Uh, well, I wasn't being I wasn't pregnant. I wasn't pregnant. I'll just get that ready for the internet thing. I wasn't pregnant. My wife was pregnant. We were one given anyway, and uh, and I was like, man, there's this little person growing in my wife's tummy, and so throughout the pregnancy, the tummy gets bigger and it's like hard. And I was like, oh, shucks, are you in there? And I was reading the books. Oh, shucks, I don't read much, but just read little paragraphs, and then Manda. Amanda chucked me this book full on, like not censored. I was like, ah! burn that book in Jesus' name. I was like, don't ever show me that book again. Tell her, show, ask her later. Uh, she'll, she'll tell you what the book had on it. It's disgusting. Anyway, and disgusting and beautiful because it's a bird. Like, it's funny when like people say, oh, the baby was born, it was beautiful. Like, I love my kids, eh? but they came out looking like aliens. Because their faces all squished up, their heads are like cone heads. But I love them to bits. You guys will see them mucking around. Luca's holding one over there. That's a little Evie. It's a little Evie. Uh, but things when things go to a new level, hopefully, what, what's our time? Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm a, I'm a busting this. You're good, bro. No. Uh, rugby 2000. In the 11 Rugby World Cup 2011, oh my God. Like we smashed the Aussies. Like we smashed the Aussies in the semi and then we go to, to play, play France in, in the World Cup final. And it's like, oh my God. You know, we were, who was there? So most, some of us were there at our web street and we were, we were live streaming it or doing something, I don't know, whatever the technical term is. It's like, please, internet, stay on. Don't die out, because it died out a couple of times before. I was like, oh my gosh. And then we win by one point. Next level stuff. This is crazy. Um, I've, got, I've, got, I've got three quick points I want to point out to us in order for us to go to a new level, to go to the next level with our relationship with God. Turn to someone and say, the three C's. Now, we're not part of the Crips gang. That's just... That's just the way it figured out. <laughs> Some people are like, but no, 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 no. It's just the three C's. Uh, the, 
the, uh, I'm going to get the boys support off a video clip. You guys got that clip ready? I'll get them to, I'll, I'll build it up. Uh, but the, th- the, first, uh, the first C is communication. Very practical, very simple. Uh, the second C is courage. And the third C is commitment. Now, there's no particular order, and I'm pretty sure there's more C's than that. Um, but for the purpose of this sermon, uh, we'll stick with those three. Now, we're going um, to watch this clip. Uh, the, this is the first C, uh, communication. Uh, when does your communication get awkward? Check out this clip. Look at Kanye's face. <laughs> this is the awkward one. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Oh no. Nice save. Nice save. President even. hilarious <laughs> it's the commitment hey I like it's the commitment though like, I, I, I don't know the, the stats behind it like apparently 70% of uh, your communication or I don't know what something percent it's like a huge it's a big com- uh, percent of your communication is uh, is, ver- is non-verbal it's your body language uh, so apparently if you're folding your arms you're supposed to be closed off if you're folding your arms, don't worry about it. Keep on folding your arms. It's okay. No judgment. But you know, apparently, have you ever tried to communicate something without talking? Hey. I, know I give that look to my wife. It's easy. She's like, that's her look back at me like, go do the dishes. I love my wife. She's awesome. Uh, some, some, some quick, uh, and we know last week that when, when God communicates to us, uh, you have to listen, and you have to action and respond. 
uh, a few quick subheadings. Uh, I've got seven quick subheadings. I don't realize how many I have. Anyway, we'll quickly run through it. Uh, you've got to believe. Uh, attend church is a good one. Serve, pray, uh, read your Bible, connect, uh, and action. Uh, believe every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Attend church. Don't, uh, let's not neglect the gathering of the brethren. Serve. Jesus came to serve and not to be served. Uh, pray. Worry about nothing. Instead, pray about everything. Uh, when you're reading your Bible, your Bible literally is just a book and until you pick it up and read it. Uh, unless you make paper planes out of it or anything like that. Uh, read your Bible. Connecting. Connect with your e-group. I like, I like this. If you're not in an e-group, connect with someone who's on the same page as you. Uh, if you're a university student, Get around similar people who believe the same thing as you, uh, who are on the same page as you. Uh, if you're in high school, same thing. Get around the same people. But when you get into an e-group, you're uh, putting yourself in a place where you can grow and you can talk about things and figure things out. What does the Bible say about this? What do I believe? And how does this match up with, uh, with, with what the Bible says? Action. Faith is just talk until you action it. I don't know how much that is. Anyway, communication with God. Peter had to talk to Jesus, uh, but also had to listen and action what Jesus was saying. How are you communicating to God? What are you communicating to God? Second C. Someone say second C. Courage. Uh, when does courage get real? I tell you what, when my, I, I look at my wife, she's the bravest person ever because she said yes to me when I proposed and it was the most stupidest and terrible proposal ever <laughs> straight up I'm gonna tell you about it trust me well just just let's sit back uh, uh, like honestly if I was a female and, and Amanda proposed to me like that I would be like eh, come back later come back again so we Bit of background, we were asked to move down here in quite a hurry. Uh, there was an opportunity that arose, and I remember I was halfway through Bible college, and so I was a student, uh, and it was a, it was the second Wednesday. This is how much I remember. It was 2010. It was the second Wednesday of July. All right, this is how significant this was in my life. I remember every single detail of it. Uh, it was the second Wednesday of July. Pastor Sam and Pastor Jordan set us down at McDonald's in Wayland, uh, in Green Lane. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Up until then, I never met with Sam or Jordan on a one-to-one -one thing. So I'm, it's, it's, I'm like, what the heck? This is crazy. They're like, we need you to move to Wellington right now. You've got five days. Uh, in my heart, I said, yeah, let's go. Why not? The funny thing is, he says to me, uh, they, they, they say to me, uh, we heard through the grapevine that you guys couldn't get married. I told one person. <laughs> I was like, that grapevine's not that big. My, my connect group leader at the time just happened to be Isaac Graham still one of my mentors and uh, and he just happens to be happened to be the worship pastor at the time who just happened to be a really good friend of Sam's and just passed that little bit of information on anyway so we said yeah why not let's give it a go so the following Wednesday I proposed following Wednesday we were living here game over that was it and six weeks after that we were married <laughs> that's it so but when you have Amanda as your fiance you can organize anything I, or, I only had to organize the music and I still couldn't get that right <laughs> Anyway, so the Wednesday I proposed, I said, babe, let's do it. I finished uh, Bible college. I said, babe, 
study for the day. Let's go. Uh, Freud Drive. Uh, so we went Freud Drive, and we really like um, we really like Burger Fuel. Who here likes Burger Fuel? It's the business name. So we really there's only one burger we ever get. It's uh, the bacon backfire. Hey, everyone else is like, oh, hallelujah. So the bacon backfire were Kumaro fries, aioli, and at the time we were sharing a Coke. Um, up until then, I didn't realize it was possible that you could share a Coke. And you're like, okay, cool. Anyway, up until then, I was just drinking one full fries. Uh, so we sat down and <laughs> we get burger fuel on the night I'm supposed to propose. And she pays for <laughs> the burger fuel. <laughs> I'm like, I'm supposed to propose tonight. Anyway, so we drive from the from the Mercury Theater in her car using her petrol. We drive to Burger Fuel. We have a nice romantic dinner that she paid for. Oh boy. Uh, don't worry, it gets worse. Anyway, we I said, oh babe, let's 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 go to the to Mount Eden because it's right it was right next to Burger Fuel where we were. Let's go to Mount Eden. Just go for a walk. And so we get to Mount Eden and walking around and I'm like, uh, and so I get down on one knee and I do the whole thing. Babe, I love you. Oh, I was waiting for the nice E minor or something. Anyway, baby, I, I love you. You mean the world to me. I wish it was like that. Honestly, that would have been cool. <laughs> I wish Makash was there. It would have been cool. You know, there's some, but no, it was just, oh, uh, I didn't really know how to articulate my words back then. I didn't really know how to speak properly. So I was like, oh, it was honestly, I don't remember it. Can I ask her? It was probably honestly like this. Oh, do you want to get married? I, I, honestly, I, I was like, I don't, I'll probably say a little, something a little bit bigger than that. But I was like, oh, so you're probably going to Wellington and she paid for marriage. Honestly, and, and this, honestly, it gets worse. I should tell you. This is the, this is the tip, this is the tip. Um, we get into the car, and we drive in her car, using her petrol. And it was a Wednesday night at, at, in Auckland at Copley's Church in Auckland. Uh, we had a band practice on Wednesday night. I was part of the creative team. I was one of the uh, up-and-coming worship leaders. So I was like, oh, babe, can you drop me off at Creative Ministries? So I get out of so I get out of the car. Honestly, this is how significant it was in my life because that's how much I remember. I remember every detail. I get out of the car, I say, sweet babe, I'll see you later. And I go to creative ministries. <laughs> hey, if you want some proposal lessons, go to John O'Reilly. <laughs> Don't come to me. It took courage. Not only for me to get down on one knee, I didn't know how to articulate things. I didn't know much about the Bible. Pastor Sam just said, bro, we need you guys to go to Wellington. I was like, okay, cool. It takes courage to get down on one knee if you've ever proposed. It takes courage. But it, it, it also took courage for Amanda to say yes. Hey, hey, Emma. Emma, Emma, Emma's like, 
Oh, of course. It took courage for me to say yes. And I'm so glad she said yes. Because now we have an amazing life. It took courage. It's, it, it, it's crazy. It took, and it took courage for Peter to step out of the boat. Imagine if Jesus told you to go walk on water. That would have been a cool date. Hey, babe, let's go walk on the water. But no, it was a, oh, can you get married? The third and final C, someone say commitment. Commitment. When does commitment get real? I was going to play our wedding uh, intro thingy, but I couldn't figure it out. When things get real. when things get real that's a commitment to a whole new level you've committed your life to someone it's like wow this is crazy this is amazing this is amazing communication courage and commitment what level of commitment did Jesus go to in his life he went to the cross he committed his life here's a couple of bible verses for you and we all know this one John 3.16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, and whoever believed him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 12, uh, from the New King James Version, I beseech you, I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable to God. Peter had to communicate with God. He had to communicate with Jesus, but he also had to listen and he also had to action. Peter then took courage. It takes courage to obey. I don't don't care who you are. It takes courage to obey God. The littlest things. Go talk to that person about me. Peter then made a commitment to stepping out of the boat. The commitment that we make to Jesus is important. But one thing you've got to know is that Jesus loves you no matter where you're at in life. Don't be discouraged in the things that you try and uh, do for God. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. None of the things that I've done in my life didn't work out. It's just amazing. Later on in, uh, in Matthew, Jesus asked Peter, uh, who do you say I am? Matthew 16, I think. Who, who do you say I am? And he wasn't asking anyone else. He was asking Peter, who do you say I am? Peter goes to say, you are the son of the living God. You are the son of the living God. Uh, I love what Carl uh, Lentz says. He says, uh, information is from man. A revelation is from God. Information is from man. The revelation is from God. Peter's relationship with Jesus uh, consequently went to another level because why? He was obedient. He was obedient. Where do we need to go to a new level of obedience in our life? Jesus asked him to jump out of the boat. He jumped out of the boat. Or jump into the boat. Jesus asked him to sail at sea. He sailed at sea. Jesus asked him to jump out of the boat and walk on water. He did that. Where do we need to obey God 
here's a couple of questions uh, before I finish. If I can have the team come up and join me. Who is in your life? Who is in your boat at the moment? And when I mean that, who is who are the surrounding relationships in your life? Who are the people that uh, you surround yourself with that champion and, and encourage uh, your relationship with God rather than let's go out to party or let's, let's go to church? Who are the people in your life that shouldn't be in your life? That's a hard question to ask ourselves. Actually, what are the relationships? Let's get away from positive and negative. Let's get away from uh, good and bad. Let's just go to helpful and unhelpful. What's helping me in my life? Uh, I think all of us here can go to another level in our relationship with God. Uh, so as a, I'm about to close, uh, so with um, who here wants to go to another relation, another level in their relationship with God? Come on, won't you stand to your feet? Why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, you made it. church family, I encourage you, do everything you can to connect, do everything you can to connect, Uh, going into summer, uh, sometimes can be, I know as a youth youth pastor, uh, we see a lot of youth drop off during the summertime, because there's no youth programs that run, Uh, and slowly we've been trying to change the culture of that, that one of the, one of the strategies around that is revolution, uh, summer revolution, it's purposely one that happens at the end of the year, other weekends as well. Um, but come on, uh, let's not wind down into the year, but let's wind up. Some of us have got exams. Some of us have got uh, work dues, finishing up work. But come on, tonight, let's go to another level. Right, so why don't we all close our eyes, come back to the front. Raise your hands if you feel comfortable. Father, tonight, Lord God, we need, we need you more and more, Father. Uh, there is nothing that we need more, Lord God, than just to please you, Father. Lord, there is, we can't explain how much we need you. Father, we pray tonight, we declare prophetically, Father, uh, that every night, Lord God, uh, you would stir our hearts, Lord God. On a Monday, Lord Father, when it's been a hard day at work, Lord God, and we're driving home, Lord God, Father, that you would prompt us to speak in tongues, Lord God. You would prompt us, Father, to move into a spiritual realm, Lord God, as we pray at home, Lord God, as we pray over our kids, as our, as our children sleep, Father. We pray, Lord God, that your spirit would fill each and every single house, Father, that as we're getting ready 
for university exams or high school exams, oh God, that you would fill us with your spirit, Lord God, with your supernatural spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, we receive, Lord God, your anointing. Father, we receive, Lord God, your power. We receive your spirit in Jesus' name. We prophetically declare, Lord God, uh, new salvations in Jesus' name. Things that are happening in, a, the, 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 in our families, Lord God, that we're believing for. People who are believing for to get saved. In Jesus' name, healing in Jesus' name. We prophesy in Jesus' name. Come on, why don't you begin to thank God tonight? Just come on, just lean next to him tonight. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, God's here tonight. 